Hey everybody, welcome back to Something Random. This is your host, Jake Greenfield. Do apologize for the extended hiatus of the show. Uh, been having uh, some stuff go on on this side of the country up here in Boston. My girlfriend was here for the past few months. Uh, really just been spending time with her not doing podcasting uh, as much. So now that she's gone, time to get back into this. I'll try and keep it at regular intervals. And I guess to start off uh, this season, I guess, uh, you know, I'll, I'll have this be season two uh, premiere here. Um, we're going to be talking about virtual reality. What's that? What are you talking about? Whatever the hell I want, baby. In a world full of random occurrences, one man takes it upon himself to choose one and talk about it for 15 to 30 minutes. Welcome to Something Random. Alright, and with that, let's get into it. So virtual reality, a topic I have definitely been curious about for some time. Uh, really virtual reality and augmented reality as well. Um, I was down at the Emerge Americas conference uh, a few years back, and they had the guy from Magic Leap there who was talking about uh, their product, which is that augmented reality product similar to a HoloLens, but supposedly more advanced. Uh, I, I would love to try out one of those. I've heard from people that have tried them that it is the real deal, but it does kind of suck that, uh, you know, as a consumer right now, at least it's pretty hard to get your hands on one to try it out. Uh, there are developers working with them, so that's good, but, uh, definitely a few years away. I feel like at least maybe I missed some news releases, uh, but until we get our hands on that to try it out in a, in an easy and convenient way. But as far as virtual reality goes, uh, you know, those headsets are alive and well right now, at least in their initial form. You know, I, I do consider this like the first phase of virtual reality. And, you know, I, I feel like you got Oculus as, as a pretty major player there. You also have, uh, you know, Valve. The Index is an unbelievable headset. I'd love to try. Uh, uh, additionally, you also have some other competitors in the field, and I think there will be even more now uh, that there's the, the Vive Wave uh, platform that can help you know, all these new headsets get into the market. But overall, uh, it, it's an exciting time. And 2020 was really meant to be VR's moment. Uh, there have been a lot of issues with shipping and, you know, production of the units due to the pandemic. But let me tell you, um, being able to use one during this time and be able to leave the house without actually leaving the house is unbelievable. Um, as far as, uh, you know, experiences, it, it really ranges for kind of whatever you want to do. And excuse that 
noise uh, in the background, that clinking noise. It's my Euromastic spark just, you know, scratching on the glass, wanting to come hang out, but I'm not taking him out right now. Uh, Back to uh, virtual reality. I mean, you could, in games like Journey of the Gods, you could be like Zelda, but in first person, and you're enveloped in the world. There's... uh, even just videos like YouTube 360 videos of the Aurora Borealis, you can kind of feel like you're out in the northern reaches of the world and looking at those beautiful lights. And uh, I will say, if you're doing it with um, it, it, standing in front of the AC, getting that cool air blowing on you, it uh, it ups the immersion factor a bit there too. And there's hand tracking now that's coming out on uh, on some of these headsets. So I, I have the Oculus Quest. I just got it recently. I'd been trying to get it for quite some time. Uh, but as I was mentioning earlier, it was difficult to get my hands on due to all those production uh, delays and you know being out of stock and i wasn't going to overpay for it um sure i i did get the the bigger one the 128 uh, versus the 64 uh but in terms of you know those scalper prices i was seeing some of them going for like 800 900 bucks no way I, i'm i'm not paying that much for it uh it, it's cool but one uh you know it's not as incredible as you know some of the top of the line headsets which i could get for that price but i just don't have you know a gaming pc at the moment to immerse in that pc vr uh, experience which i've heard is amazing but i haven't tried that either so that is something on the list. I'd love to try the Oculus Link with the Quest, uh, and, and that's something where you can plug it into a computer and have it just act as a PC VR headset like the Rift or Rift S, and that's pretty cool. But one thing I want to get into is not just the gaming, uh, which is really uh, uh, quite astounding, even at this level of, of virtual reality, but really the practical uses for this that I see in the future in like the workplace and just the world at large. So um, I'll just get the games out of the way first. I haven't played all that much yet. Uh, You know, I've spent quite a bit of time in the virtual reality. I'd say, you know, at least 12 hours over the past week or so i think it came a week ago tomorrow so uh yeah roughly 12 hours i'd say at the very least i i don't think a full day um mostly because the one thing with the quest is it is uh, as if you're familiar with it i'm sure you know pretty front heavy in terms of weight so you do feel that on your face and that I am waiting for uh, this battery pack to come and put on the back of it to counterbalance uh, and, you know, one extend the, the playing life, both physically for me, you know, not getting tired of feeling the weight on my face and also with the battery 
Um, so, so I, I, I've put a decent amount of time, but not epic amounts of time. But in terms of the games, I'd say, uh, you know, Journey of the Gods, great. The Vader Immortal stuff. If you're a Star Wars fan, that is must see, must do. Uh, it is really outstanding uh and I, I won't get into details but obviously you you do see darth vader in that uh the name itself pretty much gives that away and just seeing him up close and and feeling like he's you know right there next to you is insane uh, and the whole holding a lightsaber using the force type deal is is sick um beat saber obviously classic uh that I'm just getting into. Uh, it's honestly a really good workout. Uh, I was sweating after playing it for 30 minutes uh, the other day. Um, it, either that's a testament to it being a good workout game or just how out of shape I am, one or the other. But uh, I, I have heard other people saying that, so I'm hoping it's more so the former than the latter. But overall, uh, there's tons of experiences you can really just dive into and some of them are like live experiences they have this thing oculus venues on the platform where if there's a concert you can buy a ticket to it and you'll be in an auditorium like virtual setting uh where you can be with other people uh, and just kind of watch the concert together and talk and unfortunately, there's nothing going on right now, but they have had some reruns of previous concerts. Uh, it's basically like watching um, at, at least the concerts. Uh, the one that I have been t- been to is like a Metallica concert where it, it's kind of like you're in a movie theater and you're watching what would be a concert rerun on television. Like if you got a pay-per-view for a concert where it's like the different angles and everything, that's what it was. It wasn't like, let's say... Uh, you know, you're in a big auditorium and you're actually looking at somehow them just on the stage from a perspective of somebody out in the audience. It is like a produced uh, video. I, like I was personally kind of hoping for it to be a little bit more live feeling, you, you know, I, I get wanting the better quality footage and everything uh, to, to just give you you know, a more up close feel, but I am a little more for realism than, you know, visual excellence, if you will, uh, when it comes to that concert and venue experience. One thing I'm really eager to see is, uh, so next VR, the company that used to do this for like the NBA sideline VR experience, they got bought out by Apple. They don't, exist anymore, uh, at least in the form that they used to. So I, I think there's another way I can try it if and when that uh, NBA season gets going again down in Florida, uh, where you actually are placed, there's like a camera and you're placed in a courtside seat at a game and it feels like you're at the game. It's like you're you're on the the half court mark. It's not necessarily like there's a camera following the players. I don't think I I really think it's like you're in a seat at the game and that's kind of what I'm looking for. So we'll see um, 
if there's any more experiences like that, I, I know that there's one where you get to watch like the SpaceX launch or, or any future launches coming up. But I too think that's like you're watching it on television just in a big auditorium with people not quite like you're you're really there on the ground and you're looking up watching it you know go into the atmosphere but either way uh a bunch of different cool experiences there i I guess what i'm trying to get across is that it's a pretty diverse platform uh and and there's a lot that can be done with it and now, you know, going off of that, I want to get into kind of the work and life applications I see for this. And first off, I feel like this is already happening. Um, there's some headsets that are specifically designed for this, not even for consumer use. Uh, the names of them right now are escaping me, but they, they are like very high resolution, top notch, very expensive for that enterprise customer. And basically it puts them through, it would put an employee through a training simulation. So instead of, so let's say for example, um, I'll just pick an easy one. Uh, somebody going to Burger King, right? I'm not sure if Burger King will ever invest in VR scale technology, but let, let's just, for example, here, uh, a new employee comes, they've never made a burger before, no idea what to do. Uh, the, you know, they'd give them the VR headset and it, it would, instead of them having to waste their time going through each step, uh, it would put them in the, in the shoes of somebody making, you know, a burger with just instructions uh, of what to do, the different types uh, of, of burgers to make, different types of salads, all the different recipes. And that could happen in either a VR or AR format. You could have AR glasses, for example, something like a Google Glass, but more advanced, uh, something that actually works in, in these types of applications where you'd be making the burger or the salad. It would be able to identify you know, there's a stack of patties over here, some cheese over there, lettuce there, and it would be able to like put numbers on top of it, like one of these, two of these, you know, none of those. It, it would be almost like you're playing a game, but uh, just fulfilling your task. And, you know, th- that was a very simple, basic example, but you can bring this all the way up to like medical applications and even industrial uses for doctors think about training even in med school i feel like this is happening now uh i've i've seen apps on the very least on the store that uh really are are pretty cool that are basically the human anatomy in in 3d and you can expand the body and look at all the different pieces the organs uh the bone structure uh, it gives you the name of it, exactly where it's placed in the body, um, how everything is connected, and that's a great application for you know med school and even just in the hospital for doctors. If uh, if somebody's saying you know this area is hurting me, pull that up. What's right there, uh, and it's 
really astounding uh, just how useful and, and real uh, a lot of the a- applications are for this technology. And the only thing I think holding it back right now from widespread adoption is really cost and convenience. Uh, so I, I will applaud o- Oculus for what they've done with the Quest, which is bringing VR to the masses uh, for a reasonable cost for what it's offering, uh, which is a hands-free, pretty top-tier VR uh, experience in terms of you know graphics, sure not top of the line, but in terms of actual VR immersion and tracking, uh, it, it's really outstanding. And it has this guardian feature, which sets a virtual fence up in your room or play area, wherever you are, and uh, it ends up. Uh, alerting you when you get close to it so you stay out of the way of boundaries and barriers in the real world. So for for what it does, uh, it's an extremely reasonable price. Um, As far as, uh, you know, its applications for the everyday person, it's still not totally there yet. It is a lot of the apps and and things thus far are on the entertainment and gaming side versus those uh, you know industrial and medical and other potential uses at this point and i'm thinking even for a consumer at home what could this evolve to i do feel as i've read many others do that this could one day maybe re- like replace a computer um, or a, an at-home workstation, or, or even a uh, a commercial business on-the-go workstation. Instead of like a laptop that a company gives you, they would give you uh, a, a headset. Um, uh, you, you know, on on the Quest, you're at the very least allowed to browse on the internet, and you even uh, can hook up wirelessly to a desktop with this application virtual desktop uh and and control that and the uh, one day when the hand tracking gets good enough uh you know it, you'll be able to really just use that to type uh but i do think that that there is an ability now to, to bluetooth keyboard hookup uh which if you were able to memorize where the keys were, I mean, right now you could start using this as, as a personal computer and throw up three monitors, uh, three virtual monitors there, um, and surf the internet and, and watch Netflix and, and YouTube and, and everything, and just really use that as your computer. And it, there's still a lot of work to be done in terms of comfort, I will say, like these things need to get a lot lighter before I am putting it on and really kind of leaving it on for hours at a time. Um, let's say if I was still in school, needed to bang out a project, uh, and that was my computer, right? I, I I could not at the current moment. I I don't think 
wear that for like 12 or, or 15 hours straight. Um, there are people who do it. I've seen the YouTube videos where they stay inside VR for, you know, I, I think I saw somebody stayed in for a week, which was pretty insane. Um, but I am not that person and it definitely is a lot. And I, it, it may get better over time, but I am for sure still getting my VR legs as they say. And it is really intense when you fall from like a cliff or something and you feel like, you know, you're literally free falling except you're not moving at all. And, and, and then you get really kind of just nauseous or, or at least I do sometimes, or if I'm making a quick turn around a corner in a game, uh, and, and, you know, I get turned around, uh, or I'm going up a spiral staircase or something. Uh, it, it definitely gives you a little bit of, of nausea. I've tried Dramamine uh, to, you know, alleviate some of that. I have read that for some people, it does eventually completely go away. I think it, it probably will. I mean, I, I'm already feeling significantly better, um, you know, today than I did a week ago. One weird, weird thing that has been happening, and I, I thought I was crazy, so I, I looked this up, and it seems like it's happening to other people as well. Uh, so that makes me feel a little bit better. Is that uh, I do feel sometimes like mostly when I'm like on my phone and I'm looking at like my my thumb or my hand that. I, it's like not real that like it's it's in virtual reality if you will and I think part of the reason is because some of the content uh, like like don't get me wrong it the graphics aren't anything close to real life but some of the content is so immersive in the way you move and grab objects like you can climb up walls or a ladder you know, in this game Pavlov shack, you, you, it's like call of duty. You're a first person shooter. You're, you're, you have a gun, you're shooting people and it looks fairly real. I mean, your brain definitely gets confused fairly easily. So what's stopping it from thinking that now real life is now like a virtual reality experience. And it's something that I've read happens for like the first week or so, and then it starts to go away. And it, I've already noticed it definitely is not nearly what it was at the beginning, but it was a, a pretty cool phenomenon. Uh, I gotta be honest, uh, very, very bizarre. Um, it, even just going outside, uh, you know, it, you would feel like, wow, that looks really realistic. And then it, 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 it's real. So, that uh, was a pretty cool experience um, after the first like few days that that did start to go away and it's certainly not as big of a deal now. Um, and and that's one other thing. Just the, the thing I'll end with here um, is there are people that do not have like a great first time experience with virtual reality, uh, but, I do encourage them to push through and 
and really just, uh, you know, keep going and get used to it, grow that tolerance up. It is a really incredible experience, can take you to places you'll probably never go in your lifetime and places you, I can guarantee you will not go in your lifetime because they don't exist um, in, in some of these games, but you feel like you're there. Um, and it's ability as, you know, potentially, you know, even for the future of schooling, uh, imagine a virtual classroom where, you know, so we're experiencing it right now with remote work. What if it was in virtual reality instead? That would be way more immersive and really help, I think, with a lot of the issues that uh, the uh, many kids are having with being at home and not getting that face-to-face contact. And sure, it's not the same thing seeing a virtual avatar, but at least it's something. And I will say, don't go by what the videos show. It, it does. You're like, oh, okay, I'd be able to tell that's not real. Sure, in the back of your mind, you know it's not real, but it feels real when you are experiencing it. And I, I would highly encourage everybody who's listening to this who has not tried VR and real VR, not like uh, a three degree of freedom headset like a Google Google Cardboard or you know the now retired Oculus Go. I'm talking about six degrees of freedom, something room scale where you can move around, interact with the environment. Uh, and and really get immersed because it is uh, quite an incredible experience. So I'm going to leave it there. Uh, Hope you guys have a good week. I will try and be back next week and keep season two rolling. Talk to you guys later.